Yo, 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 what it is, what it looks like, what it has been, what it will be. It's the What's the Matter with Me podcast. The Godcast. The Dad Podcast. The Fishing Broadcast. I kind of had an idea I I would go fishing. I, I was looking at a going fishing out of the marina of San Leandro. I mean, I guess I could go on Berkeley or, you know, somewhere in the East Bay, getting on the water and going fishing. But I'm not sure how I would do it. Last time I was on a boat, I was using a cane, but I was a lot better getting around. But the whole time... I basically was like hugged up on the mast. We were going from the marina in like Sheep's Head Bay to Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey, like going around New York Harbor. And it was vaguely terrifying. And I had to hold on to the mast because there was nothing really to hold on to. And the seats at the side, the rigging on the side of the boat was like unsafe. So it was like a not up to code boat. But anyway, if I got on a boat in the East Bay, it'd have to have a chair that I could sit in. But I want to take my kids on a boat. They don't have to go fishing. It's like, I just want to give them the experience of going on the water. Could be a nature ride or something like that. But I have to figure it out. I've been going places in my wheelchair. So I have to figure out how to access a boat and go fishing. I think I can hire one. I've been going a lot of places in my wheelchair. That's what this episode is about. I went to the multiplex. I went in the school auditorium for the talent show. And I'll tell you all about it. Thank you. You are tuned in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Thanks and praise for tuning in. It's a sure shot episode. My name is John. I'm 43 years old, husband, father, small business owner, radio DJ podcaster. I have multiple sclerosis, trigeminal neuralgia, and I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. I went to the multiplex and I went to the talent show in my wheelchair, but a lot of times I go around with my cane. I walk around. I went to the library and this lady in the library was also using a cane and she was exiting the library when I was entering it with my cane and she was like, and still we walk. And I've been thinking about that. Because it's true, we still walk, and it made me think of something that a little throwaway reggae lyric that I heard one time that stuck in my head. The guy said, trot on, it's a long marathon. So trot on, let's trot on to the meat of the episode. I've been cooking, I made up spiced pecans, 
David Leibovitz spicy pretzel and nut mix the best cocktail snack ever. It's true. You can almost burn it and it's still addictive. So you could screw it up and it'll be fine. But he he said it was one of his greatest hits recipes and it's kind of true. Spice glazed nuts and pretzel mix from David Leibovitz. Check it out. It's the best holiday snack mix. It's kind of addictive. It's good for like uh, when you we had some people over and we had some cocktails at the beginning. So I made this snack mix. And the only reason is because the guest was like, we asked them to bring pie and beer and they were like, we're bringing two pies. And I was like, what? You're bringing two pies? I'm going to have to make some kind of cocktail thing. And we made this for the booze only Yankee swap. It went over big. We took it to Christmas and people were into it. It's like a little bit of sugar and butter and it kind of coats the the snack mix and it's yummy. We made it with pecans and rice checks. It calls for pretzels, but all we had was rice checks. And like I said, it almost burned them and it was still good. Recommend it. So let's get into it. We got the snack mix covered. I wanted to give a shout out to Canada. We had a bunch of Canadian listeners last week. So I want to give a shout out to Canada. I watched the Sharks play the Oilers last night and the Sharks won. So I'm not trying to rub it in. I didn't think that would happen. So I got to give a big shout out to Canada, Alberta, all over Canada. Come on. Shout outs to Alberta. I had to look that up and make sure I had my Canadian geography right because they didn't teach me that in school. And it's true. Edmonton is in Alberta. Welcome in, Canadians. Another place right by Canada is Maine. It's not far from Canada. Parts of it are right real close. So I heard Big Blood from South. It's a band I heard it on KFJC's Female Takeover last week. They had a a marathon of music created by female artists. And so it was like days of women musicians, female musicians. So it was pretty awesome. And one of the things I heard was this band Big Blood from South Portland Okay, Big Blood is an American band formed in South Portland, Maine in 2006. The band's music takes psychedelic folk, experimental rock, and an eclectic array of other styles and influences. Big Blood originated as a husband and wife duo of Colleen Kinsella and Caleb Mulkerin, who had previously been bandmates together in Cerberus Shoal. So they have a pretty cool um, record. I heard this record, The Daughter's Union. You can get most of their discography on the Free Music Archive, which is a pretty cool thing. There, It's just a bunch of free music that's on the internet. I recommend that. Check out the Free Music Archive. 
and Big Blood, the Daughters Union. They had the the song I heard was called Reproduce and Get Dirty, which is like a summary of all living things, right? Reproduce and Get Dirty. It has this like slide guitar energy. Vocal melody kind of soars at times and then it's more intimate later. And so it kind of goes a lot of different places and it has this kind of blues Americana slide guitar thing. It's pretty cool. Big blood. And so I emailed my cousin Jimmy in Portland. I was like, have you heard big blood? And he was like, I don't listen to music. And I was like, well, you, you should check this out. It's on the free music archive. The free music archive is free. Grilled a tri-tip and asparagus last night. It, it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't great, but it was good enough, right? Grilled steak. I went to the Regal Hacienda in Dublin. What is that called? It has some crazy name. It's called the Regal Hacienda Crossings. They should call it the Regal Hacienda Spaceport because it has a lot of lighting. And when you're walking outside, when you're leaving or when you arrive, it's like lit up and it's it's kind of in Dublin. It's kind of can be feeling like there's not a lot going on and there's this really bright red light and, sh- and it kind of turns on and it can be shocking. You're like, this is Dublin, dear. It's a multiplex. Angela, Angela, shout outs to Angela, the haircutter, Angela, the haircutter. Yeah, she's a partner in a haircutting room. She cuts my hair, but she is from Hayward, and she told me she went to movies at the Regal Hacienda Spaceport Crossings in Dublin when she was in high school. I went to the movie in my wheelchair because it was like a multiplex. It's one of these things with like a half mile hallway and all this stuff. So I bought the ticket on Fandango. It was kind of funny. We showed up. We gave the tickets, showed the tickets to the ticket taker. And he's like, it's in theater 17. We go to theater 17 and it's playing cocaine bear and it's in the middle. I'm like, it's good. I brought my wheelchair. We go back down the hall. Then the guy is like, we're like, it's not playing in in theater 17 they're playing cocaine bear right now he was like i don't know i what's the movie inside we were going to go see inside i'll get more on that later but he was like it's not playing here and i'm like we googled it and it's like it says it's playing in like 10 minutes and so he's like go to concessions which is like all of 20 feet away so went over there they were like yeah use the other hallway go the other way and there's another person and you know and i'm like maybe that person has their head on straight went to the other hallway the lady's like it's right down the hall and so we got there it's one of these theaters where they have the super reclining seats you know so on fandango you like set up your exact seat so i can get a wheelchair seat and my wife can get the accompaniment seat but there's literally one other person in the 
the theater and I'm like I don't want to sit in this wheelchair if I can get myself up into this super huge reclining bed leather bed chair that's weird the movies are doing weird things now but yeah it's like a chair that uh, mechanically reclined completely like I'm in the doctor's office and I need it to become a bed it's like the same technology just black it's black instead of white but once you recline you're like oh they can set me up with my IV now once my wife did it I was like I gotta get in that thing so we got up in I got up in the chair we saw the movie inside with Willem Dafoe It was pretty good. It's about an art burglar who gets trapped in the middle of the heist inside a smart house. Like the alarm goes off while he's in there, basically. And then he's like trapped in this smart house, which is part of it's in a high rise building. And so they they fly a helicopter up to him. Willem Dafoe jumps out of the helicopter and he's on the radio and he's stealing the million dollar paintings and then all of a sudden when he hits the code to open the door to leave everything goes nuts so he's inside this house there's no water it gets really cold it gets really hot there's blaring alarms and lights he has to like disconnect all this stuff there's only like caviar and moldy sausage and booze in the fridge and he's like licking the condensation off of the freezer you know it's really good i recommend it he's like tortured by this smart house there's no water like he how where does he go to the bathroom it's all it's pretty good he's uh Willem Dafoe is actually named William Dafoe. In high, his name is William. In high school, he got the nickname Willem, which is the Dutch version of the name William. And after he became an actor, he took it for his stage name, Willem Dafoe. He was an early member of the Wooster Group, an experimental theater company in New York. And we saw some Wooster group plays they're still active when we were there so it's kind of experiment he has an experimental theater background and you know he was in platoon and there's something he takes a pee in a way that where you're like i am watching experimental theater the way he's taking a pee it's just so it's like the most fraught I thought I had issues peeing in like Willem Dafoe. My heart goes out to him. Or maybe he's just an actor. It's probably just an act. So it's good because the multiplex is really big and just gigantic. It was good. I had to go up and down one. I was on a wild goose chase and it was good to have the wheelchair. And then I was able to get into this giant massive chair reclining IV chair with no IV no nurse came although it did they should have the people who clean up the popcorn be dressed like nurses it's a multiplex Willem Defoe stage name Willem it was interesting tortured by a smart home 
I mean, that was it. There was no other characters. Like 40 minutes into it, I was like, this movie is so boring. Nothing else is going to happen here. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. And then five, ten minutes after that, he was like peeing or pooping or like trying to lick the inside of the fridge or, you know, trying to smash. It's like gratuitous smashing of a lot of fancy art and design. There's just like really beautiful artworks and neon sculpture also furniture really nice furniture and Willem Dafoe like trashes the place trying to escape he starts a fire I recommend you watch this movie inside about this torturing house they never make make it like explicit that the house is doing it or the house has any sentient anything but it's like in fact he just gets tortured trying to get out of this house a pigeon dies and gets eaten by maggots in the time that he lives there and he like watches it through the window and you feel some sympathy but you also identify with the bird being eaten by maggots you're like this is kind of me too i guess it's good. It's like a real setup. That's it. You know, there's nothing else there. But 10 minutes, I started laughing. And then I was sold. I was all the way, all in until the end of the movie. It was good. Riveted. My wife was like, you always fall asleep in movies. But unless it's a documentary that you're interested in or like some experimental movie, you're like glued to it. And I was glued to it. I recommend it. Inside with Willem Dafoe. That wasn't the only thing I went to in my wheelchair this week. I went to the children's talent show in my wheelchair. And so I emailed the principal ahead of time just to be like, hey, I'm going to come to the talent show. You know, it'd be nice if you could save me a space. I'm going to be in my wheelchair. They were like, it's all good. They saved the space. And they saved it. It was at the front of the room. It was a really nice seat. It was like best seat in the house. I talked to another parent later. And they were like, we couldn't see anything. So I could see everything. Myself and my daughter had just the best seat in the house. And it was cool to be there and be on this scene. I always like to be visible and part of it in my wheelchair at school. Because it's like, this is a thing everyone's going to have to deal with in their whole life. So it's, it's good to just get used to it. And the kids are totally cool. They are used to it. They, are, they don't, there's no problem. They saved a space for me at the front of the room. They got like a couple stools and they say reserve, like they put a reserve paper or tape to it. It was great. And there was like a really sweet girl with a tap outfit and she helped me get settled in right away. She moved the chairs and, and my daughter got to sit there right in front. And I know my daughter was happy I gave her some money. She got some tickets and some cotton candy and Cheetos, you know. It was really good. There are some talented kids. 
you know, the sweet girl Parker, she opened with the tap. She came back later in the show and did another kind of dance. Let's see, what else did we see? So it was like there was a lot of dance and there was a lot of floor, like mat gymnastic stuff. And there was a lot of martial arts because there's a martial arts studio. So what was notable? There was a girl, third or fourth grade, and she sang Hamilton. You know, the opening, the tune, Alexander Hamilton, you know, son of a bastard, you know, that one. And dropped in a forgotten spot in the Carib, you know. Anyway, this girl, third grade, she did it all, all the voices. She did Alexander Hamilton solo, did it all. She just got up there and she was kind of snapping her fingers. She did the whole thing. How does a bastard or as soon as she started doing that, I was like, this is I'm in all in. Yeah, she said something like she said she didn't use bad words. Loved it. Loved it. Just up there doing every part in Hamilton. There was a lot of karate, a lot of kids breaking like karate chop, breaking boards and stuff. It was awesome with like swords and sticks and stuff. It was just rad. There were, there was a girl who was like gymnastic cartwheel queen and she came out twice and she would just do tons of cartwheels. It like made me kind of ill to watch. It was so much cartwheels. It was like looking at one of those mesmerizing um, spinning like in the in the cartoon when Wiley Coyote gets hit in the head and so it was like so many cartwheels there was a lot of cartwheels and then there was girl girl is on fire and the cartwheel girl came out and was just behind the singer doing cartwheels during girl is on fire during the tune a kind of husky boy in the fifth grade. He did a dance routine that was really amazing to Water Under the Bridge by Adele. It was really, I was like, either when this guy's 20, he's going to show a videotape of this and be like, check me out in fifth grade. Get a load of it. Or be like, I knew exactly who I was in fifth grade. Check it out. Whatever. It's going to be great. My son told me he wanted to get, he was at baseball practice for the beginning and he was going to come into the middle of the talent show and his crush he told me my crush is performing her new girls i forget her name i shouldn't say her name i can't say her name anyway the girl and she was like a gymnast and my wife asked him why did why do you have a crush on this girl and john said it was because she ran really fast and i was like this is these are the important things why do you have a crush on this girl? She runs really fast, mom. Okay, fair enough. So it was cool to be in the wheelchair. I was, they put me at the front of the room. I like being in the back of the room. That way I can go and leave 
if I need to. Okay, they kind of trapped me in there, but it was okay. I was all in. Uh, at at the intermission, my daughter brought her friend up and was like, "We want. I want you to buy me Girl Scout cookies. It was five dollars or six dollars or something." And I was just like, "You brought your friend here to like hit me up for cookies," but I realized later when I was leaving that the girl was raising money for her girl scout troop and i was like no go away because i was just like you guys are abstractly hitting me up for money all of a sudden but i if they had told me they were raising money for my girl scout troop i would buy cookies for that for sure so i felt a little bit like a curmudgeon I was an unintended curmudgeon there. I didn't mean to be a curmudgeon. Sometimes people can surprise you. Deerhoof is on Twitter and they're kind of stepping into the mask disability thing. I've been seeing a lot of disability advocate people talking about this. But Deerhoof is a band. Are you into Deerhoof? Check them out. They're a cool band. At Deerhoof. D E. E-R-H-O-O-F, Deerhoof. Despite promises to believe the science, Biden simply turned COVID management over to private insurance companies. Back to normal was not intended for order for older people, the immunocompromised, or the disabled. They're simply no longer to participate fully in our society. So a lot of people have been talking about this in the immunocompromised community, but not as much in the indie rock band community. And so to see that, I was like, oh, wow. So they... You know, disability is something that touches everyone. It's a huge network, regardless of age or race or class or whatever. So it's interesting to see Deerhoof tweeting about that. Deerhoof has a new record coming out soon, I think. So got to keep an eye out for that. All right, you're coming down to the wire here. This is where it gets hot, hectic, and I tell you what to do. Like, subscribe to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. You'll get a very fancy, nice email version of this podcast every time a new episode comes out. Like, a new one's about to go out. Subscribe to get the fancy, nice email version. It's very handsome. Be sure to click subscribe right at the top of the page. Go to what's the matter with me.org. Name and your email. That's all we need to get going. And then you always get the selfie in it. Only the email subscribers get the selfie right in their inbox looking beautiful. I th- maybe. Or something. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Past episodes are available at What's the Matter with Me.org on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's, it's right there and it can be got. It's attainable. Thanks for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. I'll be back next week. Next time you hear from me, my family will be in Japan. So I'll be here. I'll be 
solo. My mom was like, you're going to need help. And I'm like, no, I'm going to have a break. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll see you next week, right? Tune in. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Check it next time. 